Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB. Today is the 6th of July and to be honest, the market is not looking good at all. The market cap is pretty much the same. Stablecoin today though accounts for 92% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. Now this is not a good indication. Inflation and political chaos both within US and externally. I was really hoping that Bitcoin or maybe some other cryptocurrencies would be a safe haven but that definitely is not the case. Stable coins are acting as a safe haven. So in today's episode we are going to be discussing num some numbers on stable coins. Mostly we are only going to be looking at Tether, USDT and USDC. I do feel that USDC maybe in the next couple of years will overtake USDT and a couple of days ago one of the viewers asked this question if there is some kind of conspiracy because USDC volume has been going up so I did actually talk about it so please feel free to listen to the previous episode I believe it was around the 27th of June. Regarding UK we have two news and the first one is the UK government HR revenue and customs that is Her Majesty's revenue and custom is seeking public input on DeFi taxation. Another news from UK is that UK's Financial Conduct Authority has appointed Matthew Long as Director of Payments and Digital Assets. So definitely looks like they are forming a team to track illicit transactions. Maybe that's the whole idea of appointing Matthew Long. In today's episode, we'll be discussing what his current role is and in the near future what his role at UK's Financial Conduct Authority would be. We will also be looking at some technical analysis in today's episode. And as you guys know that Glassnode and CoinShares, they provide a weekly insight every Mondays. And Glassnode's insight is extremely technical with a lot of graphs. Whereas CoinShares, they publish the weekly analysis via Medium. It is relatively short and it gives you a brief synopsis of what the cryptocurrency market is. Regarding CoinShares, we have another news. And the news is that they have announced acquisition of Napoleon Asset Management. So we will be touching base on that news. And if it is a good news for the cryptocurrency in general, finally from Lamborghini, we have some really exciting news and it has to do with NFTs. So stick around for today's episode. Regarding UAE, I have two news and both the news is from Blockchain DXV. It essentially is a recap from the 27th of June. Now what I do is every month I have a beginner level series on Bitcoin and Ethereum. So in today's news I'm going to be talking about Bitcoin beginner's guide session that takes place tomorrow. It is essentially a three part series. So I have the first session on the 7th of July. The next one is on the 14th of July and the final one is on the 21st of July. Tomorrow I also have an Ethereum beginner's guide extreme basic level which kicks off at 2 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. So this is what we are going to be discussing in today's episode. So welcome everyone, it's ATM you're in Dubai and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and lately Metaverse as well. How the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, 
blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Gulf Standard Time. Every Fridays at 8 a.m. Gulf Standard Time, we have an episode called Metaverse Everything, where we solely focus on Metaverse, so please check out those episodes also. The format for Metaverse Everything podcast is completely different, and I also tend to publish a weekly report via my LinkedIn profile. My LinkedIn profile is in the show notes below. Or you can also go to Medium page and type in Blockchain DXB. So let's kickstart today's episode. Today is the 6th of July, and to be honest, the market is not looking good at all. Cryptocurrency market is far below the $1 trillion mark. The global crypto market is down to $909 billion. Since the last 24 hours, though, it is at increased by 1.60%. The total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours has gone up and it is currently at $66.12 billion. Now, mind you guys, I'm looking at the information via coin market cap. This data need not be 100% accurate because sometimes it does have a delay. Now, what it shows via coin market cap is that since the last 24 hours, the total crypto market volume has increased by 34.65%. The total volume in DeFi is currently at $5.80 billion. Once again, guys, the volume on DeFi is looking absolutely horrendous. Earlier in 2020 and 2021, or rather the first three quarters of 2021, the volume of DeFi used to hover around 16 to 17 billion dollars i'm talking about the 24 hour volume since 2022 the total value in DeFi has gone down most often it is in one digit and since the last month or so it is below 5 billion dollars now DeFi accounts for 8.77 percent of the total crypto market 24 hour volume the volume of stable coins this guys is really worrisome is currently at 60.38 billion dollars this is not looking good at all. One thing which I'm worrying is that there may be a lot of protocols, a lot of CFI lending platforms that are getting liquidated, which we are not hearing in the news right now. The volume of stable coins, ideally, when the market is crashing, should be over 150 odd billion dollars. It is not even half of that. And stablecoin accounts for 91.32% of the total crypto market. 24-hour volume. This is even scarier. The fact that the volume of stable coins is low and it accounts for almost 92% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. The king of all kings, that is Bitcoin. The price is exactly the same as yesterday. How ironic is that? The amount is literally the same. This probably might be the first time I'm looking at the prices the same in 24 hours time. Now, the timing of it is different because today I'm looking at it at 1.30 a.m. in the morning Gulf Standard Time. And yesterday, I believe I looked at it at 3.30 a.m. Gulf Standard Time. The price of Bitcoin is exactly at $20,221. And since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 2.21%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by 0.45%. Ethereum is marginally up by $4. So yesterday it was $1,140, today it is $1,144. 
Since the last 24 hours, it is up by 2.06%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by 1.91%. Binance coin, once again, is exactly the same as yesterday. It is at $230. And since the last 24 hours, it is up by 1.55%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by 0.65%. Now, in case if you're wondering how come the price is the same, today, the 6th of July, I'm looking at the price at 1.30 a.m. Gulf Standard Time. Yesterday, that is the 5th of July, I looked at the price at 3.30 a.m. Gulf Standard Time. So I'm pretty much sure that the prices would have changed by 8 o'clock when these episodes are released. The news for today is about stable coins. So let's quickly look at the volume of stable coins. Stable coin accounts for 91.41% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. This, guys, is extremely worrisome. The example I keep giving again and again is when El Salvador made Bitcoin a legal tender, the entire cryptocurrency volume crashed. Stablecoins at that point of time acted as a safe haven. So whenever the cryptocurrency tends to fall down, stablecoins ideally are a safe haven. There are two matrices to look at. One is the volume of stablecoins and the percentage. The volume of stablecoins is extremely low to 60 odd billion dollars. More importantly, it accounts for almost 92% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. So this is definitely worrisome. Since the first quarter of 2022 particularly, the volume has been going down steadily and it accounting for 92% is really worrisome. Now, I do wonder if there are quite a lot of C-file lending protocols that are getting liquidated. So pay a lot of attention to C-file lending platforms. Check what their current status is. I'm sure a lot of them are getting liquidated left and right. Tether USDT's 24-hour volume since the first quarter of this year has been going down. And coincidentally, USDC's volume has been going up. Now, USDC is managed by Circle and Coinbase, and it is essentially a consortium. And what it says is that absolutely anyone is free to join the consortium. So Circle and Coinbase are the main kind of people who are in charge of USDC. And to be honest, compared to USDT, I do have a preference towards Circle. Cointelegraph earlier today also posted an article that states Circle's USDC is on track to topple Tether USDT as the stable coin. Now what they say is in 2022 based on my guesstimate i would say give it at least 18 months time so because the volume is still extremely low tether usdt's market cap is at 66 billion dollars whereas circus market cap is at 55 billion dollars but if you look at the 24-hour trading volume the difference is huge tether usdt accounts for roughly 40 odd billion dollars whereas circle is only at six $0.7 billion. That being said, the volume of Circle has been increasing and the volume of Tether USDT has been going down very sharply since the first quarter of this year. But does it make sense to regulate stable coins? Personally, I am in favor of regulating stable coins because at the end of the day, these stable coins do act like a bank. A collapse of stable coins can have a massive impact on other cryptocurrencies and other CFI lending protocols as well. Something that we looked at at Terra Luna's collapse, it had a knock-on effect on Celsius, on Voyager, Three Arrows Capital, 
all of them got liquidated. If Tether USDT goes belly up, trust me guys, the impact would be 10 times worse. Let's talk about news from UK. In the UK, the government, that is HM Revenue and Customs, that is Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, is seeking public input on DeFi taxation. So Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs is a non-ministerial department of the UK government that is responsible for the collection of taxes. So HRMC or Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs is a non-ministerial department of the UK government responsible for the collection of taxes, the payment of some forms of state support, the administration of other regulatory regimes, including the national minimum wage and the issuance of national insurance numbers. So if you are a US person listening to this podcast, think of national insurance number as your social security number. If you are someone from UAE listening to this podcast, think of the national insurance number as your Emirates ID card. So HM Revenues and Customs are the one who are responsible for the issuance of the NIS number or national insurance number. So the news is HMRC is asking for input from investors, professionals and organized involved in DeFi related activities. So you can go through the link which is on my LinkedIn profile where you also can provide input. The government is seeking views on the taxation of crypto asset loans and staking within the context of decentralized finance or DeFi. And if you go through the article, they have posed 11 questions. I cannot read all the 11 questions because some of these questions are really long. If you guys have any suggestions, go to that website and you can go ahead and provide your input. And this is the time when you're complaining about the taxation is wrong. This is your time to put in your input, put in your suggestions to the UK government. Someone used from the UK. The UK's Financial Conduct Authority, called as FCA, previously it used to be called as FSE, that is Financial Services Authority. The FCA has currently appointed Matthew Long as Director of Payments and Digital Assets, a new role overseeing the e-money, payment and crypto asset markets and leading related policy development. Matthew Lang is currently a director with the National Economic Crime Command within the National Crime Agency, which has a strategic leadership role for economic crime and illicit finance. So he's also led the UK Financial Intelligence Unit. He will be joining the FCA, that is Financial Conduct Authority, in October. So you can go through the official news via my LinkedIn profile. Pretty much sure that there may be some form of tie-up between UKFC and Chain Analysis or Elliptic Firm. Now, Chain Analysis do work with government organization and they do thorough analysis on the transactions on a blockchain. Personally, I like this. I think at a macro level, it safeguards the interest of people and the image of cryptocurrency in the long run is much better, particularly for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. The reason I feel this way is mainly because there are quite a lot of cryptocurrencies. I would say 90% of them that do not follow the basic principles of Bitcoin and open blockchain. So I definitely do think that some kind of oversee is needed, at least for now, maybe in the next couple of years from now or in the next decades from now, when there is 100% separation of money and the state, then we may be able to completely ignore oversee from the government. I do know a lot of the people in Bitcoin and crypto community may not like 
what I am saying, and I partly do sympathize with them, and I agree with them also. At the end of the day, who decides what transactions are illegal? In India, for instance, spending money to buy beef is considered as illegal and immoral as well. And in UAE, let's say if you were to spend money to buy weed, that would be illegal and you could have severe life consequences. So it depends, you know, in which jurisdiction you are in, that could actually dictate if the transactions are legal or not. Moving on to next news, that is to do with coin shares. I have two news from CoinShares. I'm going to read out the first, which has to do with acquisition. CoinShares has announced the acquisition of Napoleon Asset Management, and the information is via Cointelegraph. But in Cointelegraph, they have linked it to another website called Global News Wire. So if you're leaving, reading my LinkedIn profile, you would actually see two sources. Napoleon Asset Management is the first AIFM regulated crypto asset manager. So the transaction was signed and completed on 30th of June. And the reason for CoinShares acquiring national asset management is so that it becomes the leading investment group in the digital asset sector. The acquisition of Napoleon Asset Management allows CoinShares to offer AIFM compliant products and services in addition to its market leading position as an issuer of crypto exchange traded products that is ETPs. This has been going on since last quarter of 2021 and when I was reading through the article, they started this process towards the end of November and finally it has come to fruition. Now let's talk about some technical analysis. I'm going to be referring to two websites that is Glassnode and CoinShares. Glassnode provides a weekly insights every Mondays and they have confirmed that Bitcoin has locked in one of the worst monthly price performance in history while Price is trading down minus 37.9% in June. So this month, Bitcoin is definitely making history, but not for good reasons. In the article, they have also mentioned that how hodlers are the last line standing. Now, what I would recommend you guys to do is on the 4th of July, I did have an episode where I discussed everything regarding this. I looked at information about Coindesk where they mentioned an article where Bitcoin has had the worst first half of the year. And I also looked at Bitcoin.com, which talked about one of the matrix that Bitcoin has been performing really bad in its history for the first time ever in 12 years. So go through my podcast for the 4th of July called as Biden Inflation. Let's make inflation great again. So you would get some idea of what we are talking about. The article by Glassnode also talks about how Biden inflation with US inflation estimates for June remaining elevated and storm clouds of a potential recession looming, the market remains heavily risk-off and it is evident in on the on-chain performance and activity of Bitcoin which has reduced modesty in recent weeks. They also talk about the number of active addresses, the number of active entities and 7-day moving average and quite a lot more. If you are a technical nerd and like to look at charts and graphs, I would definitely recommend you guys to go ahead and subscribe to Glassnotes paid subscription also. I believe it's roughly around $800 or more. And they have a lot of technical analysis with quite a lot of graphs. In this article, they also talk about how exchange balances are draining at historic high levels and shrimp and whale balances are increasing meaningfully. Now, this is not good. What this means is while the cryptocurrency market has been falling down, billionaires, multimillionaires and early adopters are the ones who are accumulating a lot of Bitcoin 
Last week, we talked about how Mike and Sailor and MicroStrategy have acquired more Bitcoins. And this is not good because the accumulation of Bitcoin does actually resides with billionaires, multimillionaires, early adopters, and maybe even celebrities. This is not good if you want Bitcoin to be a world reserve currency. The next news is from CoinShares. CoinShares also provides a weekly blog and they do this via Medium. James Butterfield is the guy who actually writes this article and it is really short and sweet. So I would recommend you guys to go and subscribe CoinShares blog via Medium page. What the article states is that Bitcoin saw little inflows over the week totaling less than $600,000 whereas Bitcoin short saw record inflows totaling $51 million after the product launch in the US. Now what does that mean? Does this mean in the next coming weeks or months the prices of Bitcoin are going to go down? People are shorting Bitcoin and this would happen in the anticipation that the price of Bitcoin will fall down. Now the fact is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. I would recommend you guys to go and read through the article because the article also talks about small inflows were seen into long investment products in regions other than US such as Brazil, Canada, Germany and Switzerland totaling $20 million. It also highlights investors are adding to long positions at current price with the inflows into short Bitcoin possibly due to first-time accessibility in the US rather than renewed negative sentiments. So what do you think is going to happen in the next couple of weeks or months? I absolutely don't know. Again, price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. The next news is regarding Lamborghini. Lamborghini backed Vincenzo Sospiri Racing, that is VSR, a GT racing team, has announced its partnership with Go2NFT. So what they would do is they would launch a program that certifies racing car parts. This is in partnership with blockchain platform called Ski Network, which is spelled as S-K-E-Y. Now, the details can be found on Telegraph. Now, do you guys think that this is a great move? I personally have a mixed reaction to this because you don't need an NFT for that. You could just track it using blockchain technology. But probably I could be wrong and I probably need to do more research and try to find out why the NFT will be required to track the product details or the technical aspects of the car. Let's move on to next news regarding UAE and these are two sessions that I plan to conduct in the month of July. The first one is called Bitcoin Beginner's Guide and it is a three-part series that takes place from the 7th of July till the 21st of July. It is on the 7th of July, 14th of July and 21st of July. It is a three-part series that takes place at 11 a.m. Gulf Standard Time and the only reason for doing that is an initiative to train educate and consult the people of Dubai on Bitcoin and blockchain technology and this is purely done in line with Dubai blockchain strategy. Now the link for this event can be found on eventbrite.com or you can also drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com or you'll find the information on our website that is www.blockchaindxb.com. So I'm just going to give a quick breakup of what these three sessions will be about. The first session will be on the 7th of July at 11 a.m. Gulf Standard Time. On the 7th, I'm going to be talking about the history of Bitcoin, projects before Bitcoin, so there were essentially four projects that took place before Bitcoin, and what is it 
that Satoshi Nakamoto did, he essentially solved the problem. So I'm going to be talking about what problem did Satoshi Nakamoto solve and what is double spend problem? Who is Satoshi Nakamoto? Why it matters? And also talk about why Satoshi Nakamoto does not matter as well. So on the 7th of July, I'm also going to give a very brief explanation of how Bitcoin works. So this whole notion of blockchain technology, we're going to explore what goes in a block and what goes in the chain. So it's going to be at least for an hour or so. It's going to be at a very basic and beginner level. The next session which takes place on the 14th of July, I'm going to be talking about BFT, that is Byzantine Fault Tolerance. And this again takes place at 11 a.m. Gulf Standard Time. We're also going to be talking about the Bitcoin white paper at a very general level. So you do not need any technical expertise at all. And we'll also look at private key and public key. And what is SHA-256, that is Secure Hashing Algorithm 256. So it's really interesting stuff. And go to make it as easy as much as possible. You do not need any technical expertise whatsoever. We're going to be exploring the hashing algorithm, the mathematics, and cryptography. And all these things are also related to the definition of Bitcoin. So when we talk about the definition of Bitcoin, it's essentially broken down into two parts. That is, Bitcoin is a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. So the second part of the definition, that is electronic cash system, that's where things like hashing algorithm, the mathematics, cryptography kicks in. And we'll also explore how mining works and the halving of Bitcoin mining, something which we talked about earlier today as well. And we'll explore mining difficulty too. Finally, on the last session which takes place on the 21st of July at 11 a.m. Gulf Standard Time, we will look at the Bitcoin market share and we'll talk about the forks of Bitcoin, the different types of Bitcoin. And we'll look at the basics of Lightning Network and Liquid Network, again at a very basic level. And we'll discuss the different types of Bitcoin, that is Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin Satoshi SV, and Bitcoin Gold, Bitcoin Diamond, and quite a lot of other things. We'll also look at the pillars of Bitcoin and Open Blockchain, which is uh, popularized by Andreas and Tom Pons. And we'll briefly discuss the difference between Open Blockchain versus Private Blockchain. And we'll also look at how to hodl, that is hold on to dear life on your Bitcoin. Again, it's no investment advice. We'll also explore the current and the future state of Bitcoin. So it's a completely free event. So go to eventbrite.com. Type in blockchain DXP alternatively. You can always drop me an email at info at blockchaindxp.com. The next news is about a session once again doing, and this is going to take place on the 7th of July, 2 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. It's called as Ethereum Beginner's Guide. And this again, guys, once again is done purely in line with Dubai blockchain strategy, an initiative to train, educate the people on Bitcoin and blockchain technology. The link of this event also can be found on eventbrite.com or you can always drop me an email as well. This event takes place on the 7th of July. So what we will be talking about in this episode is what is Ethereum, often called as the first world computer. We'll look at the history of Ethereum, the projects before Ethereum. So this whole notion of smart contract, were there projects before Ethereum that tried to do that? We'll talk about those as well. We will discuss the key difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum and the challenges faced by Ethereum, mostly about scalability, also security. We will also look at Ethereum London hard fork, which kind of gave this notion about Ethereum being sound money. 
and we will also try to discuss if Ethereum can flip Bitcoin. Now, can Ethereum flip Bitcoin? We'll have to look at it in two parameters. The first one is purely in terms of price, and the second one is in terms of market share. So we'll explore that as well. And then we'll look at the five upcoming stages in Ethereum, and one of them is a part of one of these stages. So on the 29th, one update is linked to one of these stages. Now, these stages are going to be working together. It isn't like one after the other. So the five stages that are taking place in Ethereum are going to take place together. That is, that is the merge, the surge, the verge, the purge, and the splurge. So we'll be discussing that again. Once again, guys, it's going to be at a complete basic and beginner level. Then we'll discuss how to get involved in Ethereum, how to build on Ethereum, what are the competitors of Ethereum or so-called Ethereum killers. And we'll discuss the current and future state of Ethereum. So again, it's going to be at a completely beginner level, ideally suited for someone with little or no experience whatsoever. No prior knowledge or technical expertise is needed. Sessions are completely free of course and once again there will be absolutely no investment advice. So that's all for today guys on the Crypto and Coffee update from Blockchain TXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com or you can also check out my website that is www.blockchaindxb.com You can also check out my other website that is Area 2071 that talks everything about Metaverse. If you like listening to this, Please follow this podcast, give it a 5-star rating, and please, please share the word across. Now, for the next 30 minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. So, let's kickstart this episode. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series that you're listening to right now, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. I have a first question by Jackie who asks, do you think the price of cryptocurrencies will be better in the last quarter of this year? Firstly, Jackie, this is not financial advice. Before looking at the price, what I would recommend you to do is try to understand the technology. The more you understand about Bitcoin, you know what Bitcoin is not. After you understand what Bitcoin is, then try to look at Ethereum. Don't look at the price of it. Try to understand the technology. One thing, Jackie, which I've been saying time and again ever since I got into Bitcoin is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. Anyone who gives you any price prediction is completely wrong. Now, your question is particular to do with the last quarter of this year. The only thing I can say is there might be price movement and the reason being there is elections taking place in US and as the saying goes of the US has called the entire world has pneumonia. The same thing can be opposite as well. During elections, the government will try to keep the prices better. They will try to keep the stock market in positive outlook. The same thing goes for cryptocurrencies as well. Again, this is in theory. Historically, that has happened also. I'm not sure if that's going to happen this time too. But 
there are very strong rumors that because there are elections taking place in November, what the Fed wants to do is take all the brunt in the next couple of months, that is July, August, September. Hopefully by October is when we are going to see the stock market kicking up, when we are going to see the price of cryptocurrencies going up. Again, it is a theory. Now, historically, that has worked. And what I worry, Jackie, currently is looking purely at the stablecoin volume and the percentage of volume is that there might be many companies who are currently liquidated. What I would recommend you to do is, Jackie, keep an eye on all the CFI lending platforms, especially in the next two weeks, I would say. You might hear CFI lending protocols going belly up. What I would recommend you to do is understand the technology, and that's one of the reasons why I have an event tomorrow, Jackie. So if you're free, tomorrow at 11 a.m. in the morning, I have Bitcoin Beginner's Guide. Again, it's not financial advice. I purely talk about the technology. So I look at the definition of Bitcoin, the history of Bitcoin, why Bitcoin was created, what problem did it solve. And I also have Ethereum Beginner's Guide, which is at 2 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. So if you are in UAE, it's completely free event. Or if you're in any part of the world, you will get the link once you sign up for eventbrite.com. What I do is one in my LinkedIn profile, I also post about what causes price volatility and its basic of demand and supply. Now, this is only applicable for cryptocurrency platforms where the supply is fixed. And because the supply is fixed, the demand keeps on fluctuating. That is a tricky situation called billionaires such as Michael Saylor, Grayscale, GPT Trust, Kathy Woods. They have acquired quite a lot of Bitcoin. Because the supply is fixed, they try to give out information to create a lot of demand. By doing that, their own net worth in Bitcoin increases. What I'm really sad to say is Dan Held, who's one of the OGs of Bitcoin, he has been lying with information on his LinkedIn and on his Twitter account. And he's trying to promote fake demand for Bitcoin, which is really surprising because his podcast with Peter McCormack were absolutely brilliant. So be very careful to what you're listening to. Again, don't trust, verify is the narrative for Bitcoin especially. Now, John McAfee, he had made a bold prediction that by 2020, the price of Bitcoin would reach $1 million. We are nowhere even close to that. So all price predictions are 100% wrong. Now, during November is when the election takes place. So most likely, the prices may pump during that point of time. Anyone who is giving you an exact amount is absolutely lying. So once again, Jackie, try to understand the tech and then make an informed decision. What you can do is you can look at the fundamentals of a particular project. Then what you can do, Jackie, is something which I talked about in the podcast earlier. Look at Glassnodes. They provide a lot of technical analysis. So in case if you're a person who's into graphs and charts, you may want to look at that and make your own decision. And you can also look at CoinShares and then make your own decision. So that's all for today, guys, from the Ask Me Anything series from Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. You can also check out my website, that is www.blockchaindxb.com. And also check out my other website, that is Area 2071, that talks everything about Metaverse. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover job news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. How the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information 
pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the crypto world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. What you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day ahead. Bye-bye.